Hey, I'm Paul Maxwell, the content strategist at Tithely, and today we're going to talk to pastors who are 50 plus about how you can stay competent in church tech and other adjacent forms of technology to help advance your ministry. Again, for pastors 50 plus, how to stay tech competent, this is Modern Church Leader. Welcome to Modern Church Leader, a short daily show to help you grow your church, be more effective and efficient and powerful for the kingdom of God. There's a stereotype of the age 50 plus pastor who has his nose stuck in his own seminary books 40 hours a week until he preaches a Sunday sermon, right? This could be true for many 50 plus pastors, but more and more of these pastors are, are taking seriously the need to remain tech competent, to stay up to date with technology that's adjacent to their ministry, right? So if you're a pastor over 50, uh, what we're going to do is give a little bit of a definitive guide to staying tech competent that doesn't require the kind of enormous energy of a learning curve that steals all of your time. So let's dig into some of these plug and play tools that'll keep you up to date on the best practices and tools to serve your church's ministry excellently in our digital and mobile dominated age. And we are in a digital and mobile dominated age that will become only increasingly more so, right? So let's dive right into some of these tools. Hopefully they will be practical for you. And we've aimed to construct these tools and to present them to you in a way that's 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 very easily digestible that you can use no problem, right? So the first is read tech blogs, particularly the, particularly the ones I'm going to suggest to you. So building a basic competence with technology really comes down to diving into the authorities on technology. But you'll never read technology blogs if you don't set the time for it, right? All it takes is devoting 15 minutes of each morning to reading the last, rather the latest blogs from a particular website, right? Personally, I'm a blog skimmer, right? But in my tech reading practice, uh, you know, out of five to six blogs I skim, I'll find one that's genuinely interesting enough to motivate me to dive deep into that content, right? I've always regarded with what, you know, I'm always blessed with one new nugget of knowledge, which which is really what it's all about, right? Coming away with just one thing. That's interesting. Reading tech, tech blogs, rather, can be intimidating, right? Because if you read the wrong tech blog, it could go way over your head and further discourage you from learning technology. You want to regularly consume a beginner level technology blog that's challenging enough to push you to learn, but isn't too challenging so that it's way over your head and it's discouraging, right? So here are a few that I would recommend adding to your daily reading practice. Maybe even just pick one of these, right? One of them is, the, the first one is called Wired, right? It's kind of like the New York Times, is uh, rather than the New York Times of tech. And Wired co covers the latest tech news from every angle, right? New developments, how it's shaping our lives, and practical applications of the latest tools in a sort of consumer-friendly way. The second is the MIT Technology Review. So that's focused more on education and inspiration. The, the MIT Technology Review is understandably high level, but their articles tend to be shorter, which could make them a little bit more digestible for fast learners. The third is TechCrunch, which is basically like a news-centered publication that follows top trends and brands in technology space. Invent, invest in reading this outlet if you want to follow tech long-term and get your mind around the bigger story of tech. The fourth is The Verge, a publication that explores the effects of media on our lives, tailored to more of a mainstream audience. Five is Gizmodo, and uh, known for predicting sort of like the next hot thing in tech. Uh, if you want to make tech predictions that will sort of like wow your friends, get the Gizmodo newsletter. And then uh, six is Futurism, which is sort of a hot New York City-based media company that gives the latest scoop on all things tech. Uh, very worth subscribing to their newsletter. So the easiest ways to consume all this content daily is to simply subscribe to the newsletters of each of these outlets, then kind of skim through the titles to find something that interests you in particular. Maybe you put a filter on your Google 
uh, on your Gmail so that you're not always inundated with them. Read the article and if it ends up being a dud, close your tab and go on to the next article, right? You'll probably find one that's really interesting and informative. Sustainable reading of text blogs for your personal education is all about agility. Find a way to cut the dead weight fast in your search for what's truly valuable, right? Plug your email into the right outlets. Keep an agile mindset as you skim your email or skim your emails, right? And you'll be on the cutting edge of tech in no time. Number two is to listen to tech podcasts. So this is a little bit more user-friendly if you're on a commute, you're on a drive, you're on a walk. Podcasts are a growing educational medium. They're the largest uh, consumed media outlet in the world or uh, media medium in the world, right? Because they facilitate learning while multitasking. And podcasts are less than ideal for tech because tech is better shown than talked about. But this can be a very powerful medium to boost your understanding of technology. So I want to share with you a few of my favorite tech podcasts for a general audience that's trying to stay sharp on all things tech that I think will be helpful for you. Number one is called Analog, which is spelled A-N-A-L-O-G, parentheses U-E, which is basically a show about how our digital, uh, rather our digital devices make us feel as human beings for better or for worse, sort of a humanist perspective on tech. The second is Clockwise, which is kind of a rapid back and forth discussion, my favorite podcast format of the latest issues in tech. No episodes longer than 30 minutes, so all the hosts are aiming to be as concise and accurate as possible. The third is Back to Work, uh, a great podcast on how to use tech tools in the modern workplace, uh, specifically not for techies, but rather tech-interested working people who are aiming to use technology better in their daily lives. Uh, Fourth is the Tech Talkers Quick and Dirty Tips to Navigate the Digital World, which is the shortest, most helpful podcast that explains all tech from the ground up. Kind of imagine like a technology for dummies book made into like a short form podcast. It's simply brilliant in my view. So the third way to stay up on tech for 50 plus pastors is give yourself a personal kind of tech play budget, right? So learning technology can never come down to consumption alone, right? You, you, you'll never really get technology until you start using it, right? The, this is where you have an opportunity to put into practice all the wonderful insights you're getting from all, all of those blogs and podcasts you're reading, right? So set aside a separate budget for yourself to spend on technology, right? Don't buy random tech that you don't use. It's like a sharper image thing, right? But rather invest technology, uh, or rather invest in technology that serves your personal goals as you seek to grow in your own tech competence, right? If you haven't purchased a smartphone yet, that's the place to start. Get, you know, if, if you're really behind on tech, the iPhone is probably the best smartphone to get because it plugs you into a whole ecosystem of devices and applications and knowledge bases that will really advance your technological aptitude. So if you're an intermediate to beginner tech user, you might invest in some software that better integrates your devices, right? like an advanced calendar app, a note app such as Evernote, or a task tracker that syncs to your calendar like Asana or Things 3 or, 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 or OmniFocus or any of those kinds of apps, right? Number four, assign yourself tech-devoted time blocks, which is a, a critical way of managing the discipline of becoming tech competent. So whatever you choose, make it a tool that you will have the opportunity to use every day so that you'll learn to handle it better, right? You'll be tempted to kind of play with it for a few minutes and forget about it. This is where the discipline of becoming tech competent really becomes a discipline, right? Because it is that, right? It's tech is difficult to learn and hopping on that learning curve is uncomfortable. So it it requires discipline to do. Force yourself to use your app for at least five minutes every day, right? You'll find that before long, tech itself will become second nature to you as you learn to troubleshoot the tech itself. And as you slowly embed yourself into your, you know, this our emerging tech culture of digital natives, you'll become, you'll find yourself to be more and more fluent in those media. Number five, tap into the secret weapon 
of your youth group, okay? So if you're a church leader, you have a ready-made tech education group at your fingertips, right? It's all the youth in your church. It is native to, they are native to that environment, right? Show up to youth group events, ask the youth pastor to chat about new tech. If you're visiting with a family from church, ask their kids to explain some new piece of tech that they're working through. You know, share with them what you're working through, right? Ask them to share what they've been using. Ask them why. The more you understand the motivations of tech users, the more you'll find implementing tech into your life a freedom, a liberation, not a burden. Number six, attend professional conferences. Now, I understand this is stretching you outside your comfort zone a little bit, right? There are many conferences that focus on using technology to empower yourself personally and professionally. There are too many to name, but your best bet will be to perform a local search on Google for tech-related events near you. So this is another opportunity actually to use technology and to become more familiar with tech in order to learn more about tech, right? Better yet, download the Meetup app and maybe join a group, maybe even pay to join a, a, a premium group, right? That's been established, uh, you know, for people over 50 who, who get together to stay up to date on tech, right? If you live anywhere near a larger city, the chances that a group like this exists 10 miles from you are extremely high. Try it out. If it's too advanced for you, give it six months and try again. If it's not advanced enough, perhaps try out a different group that focuses on higher level tech that isn't age specific, that's actually tech specific, right? Number seven, Adopt church-specific technology, right? So there's tech that uh, churches employ be, that was built for business or something else. And then there's tech that's built for churches. And as a church leader, there's no better opportunity to learn tech than by getting your hands on the best church management technology, right? Digital tools are now adopted by over 60% of U.S. churches. And the degree to which that technology interfaces with the life of the church and the percentage of churches who use that technology will rapidly increase over the next decade. The very best tool you can use is Tidely CHMS, which is actually part of a bigger system of uh, e bigger ecosystem of tools that you can get part of Tidely All Access. Right? It enables you to manage your church by getting key data about attendance, engagement, and giving all through a single sign-on. More than that, you can look at the data of each church member at an individual level. Using Tidely CHMS will be a great opportunity for you to get better at using tech for a purpose that significantly improves your capacity to provide pastoral care to your congregants. And you can find all of that information at Tidely.com. Just click on pricing or just navigate through the products there and you can see all of the cool tools that seamlessly sync together in a single sign-on for your church, right? Becoming tech competent is extremely simple, right? It doesn't require discipline uh, uh, if once you get the hang of it, right? But on the other hand, it isn't the easiest thing in the world. However, you can do it quickly and simply by being disciplined about consuming tech content and using your chosen tech tool for five minutes every single day. Just remember these seven strategies and try to implement as many of them as you can if you do, you'll impress all those younger digital natives who would never believe you've mastered the tools of the digital age, even though you did. And remember, here's how you do it. Number one, read the tech blogs that I recommended to you. Number two, and, and again, find one that you like and maybe stick to that. Number two, listen to the tech podcast I recommended to you. Find one that you like. Number three, give yourself a personal tech play budget. Number four, assign yourself tech devoted time blocks. Number five, Tap into the secret weapon of your youth group to learn tech. Number six, attend professional conferences. Number seven, adopt church-specific technology like Tithely CHMS, which you can find by going to tithely.com and clicking on the pricing page right there. Thanks for listening. 
please review Modern Church Leader on Apple Podcasts and visit our website for more resources at tithe.ly or follow the links in the show notes.